Amen. Our lesson topic tonight is spiritual unity. Spiritual unity. You gonna have to bear with me with these glasses. I'm gonna have to go back and get these things adjusted or something. Spiritual unity is relating to or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. It relates to people's thoughts and beliefs rather than to their body and physical surroundings. Spiritual Spiritual belief includes the relationship to a superior being, that is, the true and living God. To be spiritual, you must practice religious beliefs such as prayer, meditation on his word, and engagement with other spiritual, others of spiritual faith. Being spiritual is not being so fearful we are constantly fear of rejection, loneliness, failure, sickness, making wrong decisions, and fear of death. These things are in our flesh and hinder us from trusting in God with our whole heart. Bringing about a spiritual walk with God, it, it, it hinders us. The flesh keeps us fearful are in fear of all the times about one thing or another. It provides, it proves that we don't trust God as we should, or you colonel and not spiritual. A spiritual person live by the word of God and let the word of God live in them, therefore making them more attentive to the voice of God than what they see are going through. Spiritual person don't live in a life of illusion. They are not bogged down with assumptions, hate, resentment, extreme desires, or attachment of things and people. Spiritual person keeps a healthy mind, free from gospel, free from speaking ill of others. A spiritual person makes it a priority of minding their own business. We must stay away from the negative flow of conversation that others bring. Also, they love being knowledgeable about the right things and acquiring new knowledge about how to serve the God of their salvation. Obtaining knowledge doesn't make you spiritual by applying it to your life brings about spiritual awareness. A spiritual person feels that their life has a purpose in God's kingdom and look for direction from the spirit of the living God. It's being spiritual. Now we got to deal with unity. Unity is the state of being one. Oneness. It's whole or totally as combining all its parts 
into one. It's the state or fact of being united or combined into one as the part of a whole unification. It's being oneness of mind, a number of person in harmony or agreement. The gospel came to unite a people of different race, color, nations, nationality, background, and other issues and problems to come together and serve the one God, creator of all things and life. Before we can be in unity with each other, we must be in unity with God. Your spirit and soul must have a connection with God by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the Holy Ghost. When we are united in Christ Jesus, we are in the unity of his strength and the power of his might. Your spiritual being must be, it must be united or unity with the spirit of the living God. Because God is a spirit and we must unite with him in worship and in spirit and in truth. That means come clean before God. Be in unity with God. No sin can attach themselves to a holy God. Did that make sense? Still playing with these glasses. Killing me. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. Verses 1 through 7. Ephesians 4. Are we there? Let's read, please. Prisoner of the Lord, worthy that you are worthy of the provocation wherewith you are called. We got to walk worthy, come on now, of the divine calling. Read the book. With all lowness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. That means you can't get puffed up every time the word come across either. Read the book. In endeavoring to keep the unity of the wait a minute. Keep the what? The unity, the oneness. You got to keep the oneness of the spirit in the bond of peace. If we don't keep the oneness of the spirit, there's no in the world we can be in peace. Amen. Now you understand why we be biting at each other, Nick. Fourth verse says, there is one body, one spirit, even you are called in one hope of your calling. If you notice that in the past of scripture, it speaks of nothing but the oneness. Amen. Let's read. One Lord, one, Lord, one faith, one baptism, 
one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all, huh? but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Every one of you see receive grace from God according to what he felt like giving you. So we got to walk worthy of the provocation. That is, they are to live in a manner befitting the divine calling or invitation. God, didn't invite, he invited us to salvation. Uh, he didn't owe us nothing. He sent us an invitation to be saved. Which summons them to salvation. Such noble conduct includes humility, patience toward others, making every effort to maintain, you're supposed to make every effort to maintain unity in the body of Christ. You got to remember now, you're in a different body now. You're in a different family now. You got to stay in this family by the will of God. Not according to your will, but by the will of God. And the will of God is God's ways, not our ways. So we got to make every effort to maintain unity, harmony among God's people. Oneness among Christians referred to having one body, and that's the church, one spirit, and that's the Holy Ghost, who imparts to all believers one faith that's that same entrusted in the one God, one baptism, a combination of water and spirit baptism of one God. Everything has got to point to the one God. Everything that you do now on this side of salvation should point to the one God. Come on, somebody. So you got to you got you you got to keep in mind uh, what you give yourself over to if it's not pointing to the true and living God. If it ain't pointing to the true and living God, you need to trash it. Come on, somebody. If it ain't pointing to the true and living God, you need to rebuke it. Amen. If it ain't pointing to the one and true and living God, you need to, you, you, you need to uh, uh, plead the blood of Jesus against it. Amen. That you don't get trapped. Sometimes we get trapped between two worlds. <laughs> It's, and, you know, and it's easy to get trapped between two worlds. Come on now. And Jesus said, you're in the world, but we're not supposed to be of the world. So we have to stop getting trapped between two worlds. Ephesians ch chapter 2. Ephesians 2, verses 13 through 22. Are we there? Let's read them, please. And it made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition. Wait a minute. For he is our what? Our peace. We ain't got peace unless we in Jesus Christ. Who had made both one. That means the Gentiles and the Jewish nation 
of the nation of Israel, they we still got to become one because it was Jesus that broke down that middle wall of petition between us. 15 verse says, having abolished in his flesh the image, even the law of commandment contained in the audience, or to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace. And, and, and here you got to uh, uh, grab hold to is making one new man, not your same man. New. Come on now. If you don't fit in the category of the newness, then you are not in the twain. Uh uh. You're not in the twain and you didn't become one. You still sitting on the outside. 16 verse says. Having slain the image thereby. And came and preached peace to you. Which were far off. And to them that were. Wait a minute. He came and preached peace to you, which was afar off. You were afar off from the covenant of God. You were not included in God's covenant. But Jesus came and preached peace to us that was not a covenant people. Did y'all get it? And now we want to go find other gods. The one that brought us salvation, we're going to run off and leave him. Try to find another new way. Which ain't another new way. And to them that are now, the ones that was now, was, guess what he's saying? The same salvation for the Jews is the same salvation for the Gentiles. Ain't no two different salvations. Come on, somebody. The same God of the Jewish is the same God of the Gentile. Ain't no two different gods. Read the book. For through him we both have, we both, we both, somebody said both. We both have access by one spirit. Now listen what he's saying. Though we both, that means that it was more than one of us, right? So it was two different types of people, the Gentile nation and the nation of Israel. We both have access, but it's one spirit. Ain't no two. The Jews ain't got a spirit, and then the Gentiles ain't got a spirit. It's one spirit unto the Father. Come on now, read the book. Now, therefore, you are no more, which you were at one point, was a stranger. You are at one point a foreigner. Because why? You was far off and not a citizen of the nation of Israel. But God said in the book, but now you are fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God. Now, you got to think, if you're going to be in the household of God, you got to conduct yourself as a child of God. Or get put out. Y'all hear that? 
Might not be in your house, but one thing for certain, in God's house is one grown person. Everybody else is children. Huh? So you have to be careful how you get in your feelings and your attitude. Huh? Because guess what? God whoops too. And God put a whooping on you. Can't nobody take it off but him. And when he started, he ain't going to stop till he get through. Come on, somebody. So now, guess what? We're in a time now that we have to make sure that we watch that kind of stuff. Because now, God is coming back with vengeance quicker than he used to. Why? Because the times is running out. And whatever we do in the flesh, we have to pay for it on this side before we get to that side. Did y'all hear that? So we ain't got no time to play. Come on now. 20th verse says, And I built up the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself. Wait a minute. So you are built upon the foundation that Jesus Christ made with the apostles. Huh? So therefore, you have to, the, 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 the apostles and the prophets, because what the prophets said was to come to pass by Jesus Christ. So you have to be careful how folks run you off into other doctrine. There is not but one doctrine that God recognized, and it is the doctrine of the apostles by Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Jesus Christ himself is the one that holds it together. Jesus Christ himself is the one that brought it here. Jesus Christ himself is the one that endorsed it. And he is the only one that can anoint it. So watch it. Watch it. Amen. Amen. 21st, in whom all the building framed together, growing up into a holy temple. Wait a minute. So we are this building that the apostles is to build upon this foundation. And this building that they build upon this foundation, it's got to fit the frame, it's got to fit tightly. Everything has got to be in its place. Bad thing is when you are uh, uh, constructing a house and you putting bricks and you put one brick that don't fit right and then you put more mortar in it so it'll fit right and then when it come cracking time, good God almighty, your house done took a shift huh, because you made something work that really wasn't supposed to be there. So you got to be fitly framed together. Huh? If you're in the kingdom of God, you got to be fitly framed together. Come on now. You ain't got no one gospel and I ain't got no another gospel. You ain't got one salvation and I got another salvation. Come on, somebody. We all out of sight. And when it come cracking time, this house won't stand. So, 
second verse says. In whom you also are built together. Habitation of God. Wait a minute. You are built for God to have a dwelling place in you through the Holy Ghost. Huh? So now you see that it is you that's supposed to be the building. Oh, a lot of times, most of that building got a leak in it. Huh? We Sometimes our building got so much of a leak in it, we got to stick buckets everywhere to catch the water when it rains. Amen. I was in Ephesians 2. So, far off is being moral distant. So that to be now was to have a one God and Father, meaning the believers in Christ have the same God. There ain't no two different gods. The Heavenly Father have an acceptable and having an acceptable relationship with God Himself. The middle wall of partition was the Mosaic law was meant to protect the Jews from pagan corruption. So Jesus abolished this image, this hatred caused by the of abusing of the law by making the law invalid for his church. Well, Christian Gentiles are no longer alienated from God. Now can enjoy the same spiritual blessings of all saints. Amen. But you can't take it for granted. You can't abuse your rights. Come on now. You can't, you can't obtain the rights of God and still live your past life. They don't work together. It don't work like that. Come on now. That's why a lot of people are spiritually dead. Amen. And eventually we'll be graveyard dead. Because God still kills folks. Come on now. We ought to thank God for the grace that was sent to us. Come on now. That he put judgment off. Oh, Lord have mercy. Giving us a chance to get it right with him before that great day come. And that day coming, whether we want it to or not. Let's please go to Romans chapter 1. Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout wait a minute you mean to tell me that the same faith that you have ought to be speaking around the world if your faith is in Jesus Christ it should be known it should be the same faith that's in all around the world one faith come on somebody not two different faiths, not three different faiths. 
It should be one faith. We all should have the same faith in Jesus Christ. Make no difference what nationality you is. No make no difference what color your skin you is. It don't make no difference who you are. It is still of one faith. That makes sense? Verse 9 says, For God is my witness. Here is Paul saying, I do not need anybody to validate me on this. God is my witness. Huh? So guess what? When the man of God stands strong and gives you the word of God, he don't need you to validate it because God is the one, is the validator, and God is the one that sent him with the word, whether you accept it or whether you don't. And Paul said, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel Oh, good God Almighty. Now Paul said, in whom I serve him with the Holy Ghost in the gospel of Jesus Christ. That without ceasing, I may mention of you always in my prayers, making requests, if by any means, now that lent I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come don't make the man of God journey hard. Come on, somebody. It's bad when you make the man of God job hard because guess what? Then it's not prosperous for you. You can't benefit behind it. Did y'all get that one? Verse 11 says, For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end you may, good God Almighty. See, when you reject the man of God, the one that God anointed, the one that God appointed, the one that God sent, and when you reject him, guess what you do? You reject spiritual gifts. You reject what God had planned to give you. Oh, oh, my God. You mean to tell me that God withhold gifts because we don't receive like God sent it? God withhold gifts because we don't honor like God sent his honor? By the man of God that we don't honor the word of God. God withholds. Mm. It ought to be more gifts running around in the church than it is already. Because that we are so uh, uh, rejecting and so rebellious and so stiff-necked. That God withholds the gifts that he would have sent to the church. Because, see, the church is supposed to be operating off the gifts of God, not off your flesh. See, we, 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 we try to make the church operate off our flesh, and that is not what it's designed for. The church is designed to operate off the gifts of the God to the church. He would not send gifts to the church if he needed to operate off of your flesh. 
Come on, somebody. God don't operate off of flesh opinions. Come on now. Because God's thoughts is higher than your thoughts and his ways are higher than your way. So why would God need to operate his church off of your thoughts when he has the Holy Ghost that he sent to the church? Because it's supposed to be spiritual. And we want to make the church, the spiritual church, to be a carnality church, and that is not what God's church is designed to be. It is supposed to operate spiritual so that you can see like God see. It's bad when the church to think they're seeing like God see and walking around blind. Come on now. Hmm. Wow. What was I at? Verse 11. I, we, we, we're going to go back to verse 11. To the very last part of it. To the end. That you may be established. That you may receive spiritual strength. And be established to be able to stand on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Ain't about your gospel. Your gospel is gossip. Jesus Christ's gospel is life. And that more abundantly. He's trying to cause you to live and you started trying to kill yourself. You started trying to be spiritually dead. And God's church is not a dead church. It's a live church. Come on, somebody. And we're going to be held accountable how we operate in it. Huh? He has one to give directions, and he has many to follow. Y'all get it? One give direction, but it takes the rest of us to follow in order to be in, in synchronous with God. Because if we ain't synchronized with the Spirit of God, guess what? We're operating in error. Amen. And not only that, God's going to give us. May not get you today, but he's going to get you. Huh? Come on now. It might slip your mind, but it won't slip his. I need, I, I need us to get an understanding of that. That it's not going to slip the mind of God. What was we at? 12 verse says, That it is that I may be confident together with you by the mutual faith both in you. Wait a minute. It one faith. We gotta have a we we gotta come to the mutual agreement in God. Everybody gotta come to the contractual agreement that God has set up by the faith of Jesus Christ. There is no two agreements. It's one. Come on now. Get your head back in the game. 
13 verse says, Now I would not have you ignorant, brother, that oftentimes I purposed to come unto you, but was let hitherto that I may have some fruits among you also, even as among the tiles. Read on. And to the barbarian, both to the wise and to the unwise. Guess what? The pastor don't have time to preach to one person. Did y'all hear that? When he amounts the pulpit with the word of God, it's for every ele every uh, every eyes, every ears, every teeth. Every tongue that sits in the house of God. Come on, somebody. So stop looking around them. I wonder who he's talking to. He's talking to you. You ain't got to look around. What I said to one, I said all. You looking around trying to find out who it fit. It fits you. Some of the nuggets need to go in your pocket. Come on, somebody. And that get you know what he said? And he didn't leave nobody out, Pastor. He said, to the wise and the unwise. Huh? Come on now. So when he preached. Whoever's sitting up here, if it's me, the word of God is to me. If it's somebody else sitting over there, the word of God is to them too. And shit is to you. Amen. You can sit there and mumble on me. He ain't talking to me. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you don't even have to go home one day. I tell you up front, yeah, he was talking to you. The word of God come to talk to all of us. If it don't talk to you, you can't be saved. Come on now. I'm trying to pick out what you're going to eat. Better eat it all. 15th verse says, So as much as in me, is I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are in Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it, to the Jews first and also to the Greeks. It's for you and for me. Come on now. The gospel got to be preached. Amen. And it ain't looking for nobody in particular. It's got to be preached to everybody. The Jews first and the Greek. Come on, somebody. So stop thinking that the word of God is so... Wait, good God Almighty, pal. Stop thinking that the word of God is so small that it's got to pick on you. Word of God is too large for that. That it have to pick on anybody. The word of God is trying to save nations. Come on now. Amen. God ain't got time for that. He's trying to save a people. He's been in a remnant that is to be saved. 
And he ain't did nothing but come to shake you out of your comfort zone. We got to be shaken. If God don't shake us, we ain't going to make it. Come on, somebody. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Did we finish that? 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Better tell God to shake you. We're in a time and a season that everything is falling apart. Come on, somebody. We're in a time and season that folks are thinking they're being led by the Spirit of God and they're being led by the Spirit of error. I talked to a young lady and she, and she just bluntly was telling me that she was she was advising folks not to get the shot. She's supposed to be spiritual. But folks are constantly dying every day. Folks dying like flies. And you're going to get some out of that kind of advice. You better let God tell them. You know? What you said he told you is for you then. Ain't for everybody else. Amen. If he told you that. You better find out what spirit telling you that. Go ahead, son. Absolutely. Absolutely, preacher. Yes, sir. Because you led them in error. Amen. Because you speak in tongues, I mean, God is always talking to you. Better try the spirit by the spirit. To see if it is of God. Amen. Amen. This, is, this is a spiritual thing, people. It's time for the church to get out of its natural thinking. Your natural walk. Am I making sense? Amen. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9. Oh yeah. Are we there? Let's read ninth verse. But as it is written, the eye have not seen, nor the ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them. That Wait a minute. You cannot un you know what it said? You cannot understand this in your natural way. You cannot understand what God is saying in your own mind and in your own natural spirit. It don't work by your spirit. You can't see it. You cannot obtain it. Come on, somebody. You can go to your concordians. You can go anywhere you want to your dictionary. Your worldwide psych psychopedia, and you still cannot understand what God is saying here. Did that make sense? Ten verse said, "But God has revealed them unto us by whose spirit? Not your spirit, but His spirit. By." The Holy Ghost. 
if the Holy Ghost is working in you. Sometimes the Holy Ghost is in there and you working against the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost ain't going to reveal nothing to you if you working against it. He's going to leave you, can I tell you, he's going to leave you as a dummy. Because he's not going to impart into you spiritual stuff and you being rebellious to it. No, you ain't getting it, sister. You ain't getting it, brother. You're going to have to come conformative to the Spirit of God in order for you to receive the thing that God needs to reveal to you. You be walking around here like a dummy thinking you're right and you all wrong. Come on now. It would reveal to me that something ain't nobody here at this church, so don't y'all be looking around. <coughs> Somebody said it wasn't necessary for them. To go to church because they've been baptized in Jesus' name and received the Holy Ghost, and you can go to hell with it too. You can go right to hell with it too. Because you're in rebellious. You are you in rebellious of God and you're not being led by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost and got out and prayed and stepped in and you thank God is still there. Come on, somebody. You know they give name now, Pastor. Hmm? The Holy Ghost left and Fred stepped in and you think if the Holy Ghost still there. Come on now. When you find him, you let me know. I ain't never met him. But God had revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. So the spirit goes on a search to tell you whether or not you're receiving lies and deceptions or whether or not you're receiving the truth. If the Holy Ghost is in fully working order in you and whoever you are in communication with, your spirit ought to come into an agreement. If it don't, somebody got a lying spirit. And if you don't listen to the Holy Ghost, you got a compromising spirit. Because you compromising with the enemy. Because you scared to stand on the truth. You scared to make a stand. Amen. Oh, that. Let's read it. For what man knoweth the Say the spirit of man. So when you going off half cock, you know you're going off by your own spirit. Yeah. 
you are going off by your own mind. You are going off by your own sinful nature. Did y'all get that? So when you get in yourself, you need to look at yourself and say, you need to get back in check because we're falling out of line. Because now I'm going to start thinking for myself. I don't stop letting the Spirit of God doing the thinking, and now I think that I can think my way to heaven, and that's the biggest lie ever been told. You can't make it there. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't make it there. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the good God Almighty. Did y'all hear that? You don't know nothing unless God revealed it to you. You don't know a thing that comes from glory unless God tell you. So you can stop asking your third cousin on your mama's side down to your daddy's side about what God is doing because they don't know. Because they ain't been to heaven to get the news. Come on, somebody. And God got one male man from heaven, and that's the Holy Ghost. Amen. One. God is one. Come on now. Amen. God made this thing simple. In the church world, in the New Testament, he sent one. He sends the Holy Ghost. If you can't hear the Holy Ghost, you surely ain't going to hear no angel. If you can't hear the Holy Ghost, if an angel come, you're going to bust that door down. Why? Because you ain't spiritual. So therefore, you can't understand who's doing the visitation. church to get spiritual. Get out of your carnality ways. God is building a house to be extracted out of here when the time comes. Don't be a loose brick in the house of God. comprehend what God knows only the spirit of God can reveal it can you imagine how many times you went off half cock thinking that you know what God knows and what God was saying and found out you was all wrong found out that you was in your own mind and in your own spirit Now you see why you need to be humble. You need to be humble under the mighty hands of God that he may exalt you 
in due season. Go ahead, Pastor. Even that can even be applied to preachers. Yes, sir. God don't reveal everything to everybody. That's right. Even when it, it comes down to me. If God don't tell me, I ain't going to tell ain't you. Ain't no point you making up no lie. All I can say is, I'm sorry, I don't know. Yeah. And, 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 and once you look at it, uh, there are certain things that God even withheld from the prophets even in the Old Testament. So God doesn't tell you every yeah, answer every question that you ask. No, He don't. And so, and we're just gonna have to use wisdom. Absolutely. God don't tell no one person everything in no way. He said, "You know in parts until that which is whole come." And the only one to know that is Jesus Christ. Come on now. So, watch them bathroom lawyers, parking lot preachers. Come on now. You got to learn how to speak by the wisdom of God. Come on now. Amen. Because guess what? If you're not speaking by the wisdom of God, you know what you're doing? You lying. And all liars shall have their part in the lake that burned with fire and brimstone. Amen. So guess what? It's time for us all to put our own self in check. Did y'all get that one? Mm. Where were we at? 13? Let's read. Which things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Who got to teach you? See, that's the thing there. You want to be so smart that you want to leave the Holy Ghost out of it. And when you leave the Holy Ghost out of it, you become dumb as a sack of rocks. Come on now. In your own mind, you write. Not by the Spirit of God, but in your own mind. You got to be taught by the Holy Ghost. Where would God send him to lead you and guide you to all truth if you don't allow him to? And you know what I found out? Sometimes when the Holy Ghost is leading and guiding you, he got to talk bad to you because you won't hear nothing. Huh? Why did he do that? Because he got to get your attention. Because when he, when he don't get your attention, guess what? Then you set yourself up for the wrath of God because you wouldn't obey the, the, the spirit of the Holy Ghost. The voice of God came to you for correction, but you refused to hear it. So then guess what? You set yourself up for failure. Did y'all hear that? So when the Holy Ghost come and tell you, dummy, you say, oh, yes, sir, I know it. Huh? Go ahead, son. 
13. Yes, sir. Now, this is a prime example in 13. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teach, but the Holy Ghost teaching, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. Mm -hmm. The Holy Ghost is only going to teach you spiritual things. Now, back to that shot. Mm -hmm. What's spiritual about that shot? And you can't tell me the Holy Ghost told you not to take it. Yeah. Come on. No, it's, it's natural. It's natural. And when you look at the, uh, not only in, that, that was just an example that came to mind. Yes, sir. But if, if you want an education and you want a degree, you got to go to natural school. Uh-huh. You can't get no degree from the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Come on, preacher. So you got a whole lot of folks that are, I'm going to put it like this, speaking out of turn when it comes down to God and his word. And then they make it sound so nice of somebody that's, 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 that's thinking small or shallow, go pick up and, 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 and take on the, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, thoughts of it. Uh -huh. And they what they do, they help the devil uh, produce the lie even further. Uh-huh, because they carry the bone. They yes. carry the bone. And, and that, that's, not, that's not it. And so that's why we, we, we we're just gonna have to we're gonna have to just fess up. If you don't know, you don't know. You know right. If you're guessing and molding things over, I'm thinking about it. Uh-huh. But don't talk like you know. Yeah. Good word. Good concept. God speaks a spiritual language. <laughs> Amen. God speak of spiritual things, those things that are contained in heaven and salvation. Come on now. Amen. So, and the 14th verse says, The natural man receive not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Amen. The natural man cannot receive this. But we take we we we, we take counsel from natural folks thinking. We take their advice over the spirit of God. Because you know why I know that? Because we consult with the natural before we even go to God. And then when what the natural don't work, then we want to go seeking God. And God's sitting back looking at you. And then you wonder why you ain't getting no answer. Who did you go to first? God might be telling you to go back to your first source. Uh-oh. Why? Because you put him last. He told you to love him with all of your heart and with all of your mind and with all of your soul. But you put him on the back burner to go and consult with your cousin. I'm going and talk to Mary Sue. I heard that she was spiritual and can get a word through to God. What's wrong with your faith? What happened to your walk with God? Uh, I remember when I was in school. I didn't study, 
but I call myself going to pray that the Lord help me pass the test. Come on, preacher. And guess what? God didn't help me pass the test. <laughs> so that's a good example of spiritual things and natural things. Yes, sir. You can't cross them over. Yes, sir. I don't care how hard you try. And I, I, I hear some of them laughters back there. You did the same thing. <laughs> and still fail. So you already know yes, what's going to work. Yes, Over sir. here, apply spiritual things. We're doing spiritual things. We not all, natural things. We all been there and done that. <laughs> Even when I was on the job, Lord, help me go through this course. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> Woo! Good one, man. Good one. <laughs> That brought some stuff to light, didn't it, John? <laughs> the man. Pastor got me laughing now. Trying to calm it down. The magnificent treasure of God reveals truth. Of 